0: Hey guys, welcome to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. It's Emily and Andrew again, of course. Welcome back. It's our podcast, so of course we'll be here. Yes. Okay. So today we have, uh, we're really excited to have two guests with us, Becca and John from Live Christian. They are, they've started a t-shirt company and it's really awesome. We're going to talk a little bit about that a little later. But they are here in Provo and are soon to be moving to North Carolina, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there anything you want to add about yourself real quick?
2: I think we're just really excited to be here, excited to get to know a little bit more about you guys and talk about um, this company.
3: Yeah, totally. We've never done a podcast before, so we're excited to mess up and sound goofy. (laughs) That's Uh, perfect, that's the goal. Um, How long have you guys been married?
2: It's been a day or two. It's been February, so
3: like four.
0: People give five us the months. look. Oh, awesome. like Aww, congratulations! Country, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: So, so you're basically experts in this whole. Yeah, world we're chain. experts. Yeah, gotcha. No good.
0: Doubt. You have good perspective.
1: Good. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into some of the meaty content, uh, we are going to do our. Poe buddys nerfect segment. Hmm. Yes, yeah,
0: so that was the fail segment we were talking about in our other podcast episodes with guests. We are going to do kind of like a funny fail, and we decided to call it, no, what is it?
1: Poe <laughs> po <laughs> <buddies, nerfics>. po <laughs> buddys nerfect.
0: <laughs> Poe <laughs> buddys nerfed.
1: We love The Office, and so it's inspired by Pam.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> why don't you go first, Andrew? Tell us. Okay, your... so I'll
1: go first, because we don't want to make our guests feel embarrassed without me doing it. Uh, Thank well. you. Um, I and remember, you know. the reason we're doing this is uh, they're going to be talking about their lives and about their company, and all of you wonderful listeners are going to be thinking that they are just perfect people and that they're so spiritual. And why can't you be? Spirit- Which is great spiritual they, all the time.
0: because I'm sure they are fantastic. And they spiritual. are mm-hmm. they
1: are fantastic and spiritual, but we also want to remind you that they are just people, just like us, <laughs> and we're
0: definitely not perfect, right? So,
1: so my fill actually comes from this morning or a couple hours ago. Yeah, like really recent. So we went. I don't know um, if it's
0: quite funny yet, though.
1: It's not quite funny. That's okay. But we're going to say it. So maybe, hopefully, it becomes funny in the telling of it. Yeah, go ahead. So we went, not camping, but we went fishing with my two brothers and and my sister-in-law. And we had, like, a little fire, and we did tinfoil dinners for lunch. Uh, And I bought a bunch of s'mores ingredients, the s'mores stuff. And my wonderful mother-in-law knows how much I love Nilla wafers. Deeply love it's something about my childhood. Like I, I, used, I remember Saturday mornings eating yellow wafers and watching Stargate SG One. That was like my my childhood on Saturdays.
0: That's I don't awesome. even know what you're talking about. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a great okay. show. It's like it's like Star Trek, but better. Okay. Anyway, uh, and so she bought those for me while she was here this past week, and we brought them camping with us, uh, and or not camping, but we brought them fishing with us, and I had. The s'more stuff and the nil wafers were all in this white garbage bag. It was a
0: garbage bag because we didn't have any more like grocery bags to carry snacks in. Been there. So it was like a garbage bag.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So very classy. Uh, We were fishing and then when we were bringing everything to the car. um,
0: I handed him the bag.
1: Yeah, she handed me the bag. To
0: put in the car. And
1: I was not even thinking. I thought, this is a garbage bag. No. And good. so I went to the, I put everything in the car except for that garbage bag. And I thought, oh, she probably wants me to throw this away because I, I had just made a garbage run <laughs> and I thought she was getting more garbage and I threw everything away. No. <laughs> no. It was
0: so sad. I was
1: devastated.
0: No. Because
1: yeah. for those college students out there, you know, like a bag full of goodies, like that is like a... Like
0: the treats that you never buy.
1: Yeah. Because they're too expensive. Yeah. That's like, like a, a, a delicacy. Garbage. And so it was, it was heartbreaking. I was very upset.
0: Yeah. But so we're going to laugh about it in a second. So
1: in a second. Maybe when sense. we listen to this after we record it. <laughs> yeah. Right now it's yeah. not super yeah. funny, but yeah. it will be funny. Yeah. About so the question <laughs> is, what, what was your response? She I was
0: awful in that. that. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah. But I have like an emotional attachment to food a little bit. So <laughs> I was like,
1: right. man, You're I'm not going to eat
0: that chocolate by itself instead of putting it in <laughs>
1: <season>. the <But laughs> so We have like a six pound bag it's of chocolate chips in the freezer. So we're good. Yeah, awesome.
0: Costco? Sam's Club. Sam's Club. We're Sam's Club people. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Sam's Club. Yeah, <laughs> love you guys. Yeah.
0: So why don't you guys share your fail segment or your public nerfing Okay, okay so, so this is all
2: John actually. Um,
3: <laughs> As in, like, you want me to share it?
2: I'll jump in. Okay. John's the storyteller of the family. Okay. Uh,
3: I can't tell stories. So okay, so back when uh, Becca and I were dating, I was taking a uh, like a law lecture series at BYU. And uh, an assignment that I had, I had to go to a, like a, what's it called? Like a fair, like a law fair. So mm. a bunch of uh, representatives from different colleges come and talk about their law programs. Sounds super fun. Yeah, I know. No, because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going into law. So it was just one of those easy, classes, easy A's, right? Anyways, um, so I asked Becca to go with me to make sure I didn't fall asleep while I was there. And um, were she we were def- dating by that point. Yeah, we were dating. Okay. We were dating for sure. So we go in. We're at like the maybe like the second booth that we decided uh, to to visit. That's some and hardcore and commitment from an early girlfriend. Yeah, I know, right? Good well, life. okay. So she was actually entertaining law school at that point. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before
2: I met John, I was pre-law. I was pretty determined going to law school, and then he happened, and plans yeah. changed. Yeah. So he ruined plans. Screwed that up. Yeah.
3: She <laughs> <laughs> got better. Yeah. So, anyways, um, let's see. So, where are we at? We're at the second, I'm at like the second booth. That, um, we're listening to the guy, and honestly, I was zoning out. I wasn't listening to anything he was saying, <laughs> but I, I looked like Becca was like very, very intrigued. Like, she was looking very intently at what was going on. Can
2: I just jump in really quick? So, John and I, we took a while before we started dating <laughs> uh, because. Sweet irony, what happened? Just a lot of different reasons. I had dated. Every person in the world, and was sick of dating. Senior year at BYU, wanted to be done with life and just move on. And, and then John came along, and that's kind of when he was introduced in my life. And so it took me a while to like emotionally open up to him. And essentially, what that translates to is that I didn't really care at all about what he thought, right? So I was very much myself, like too much myself. Right, I just didn't care what he thought, and because I, I was just used to being, you know, me. And
1: anyway. That sounds like a good Preface title that. for a rom com. Like I didn't <laughs> care what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's gay. She's grown too, which is great. <laughs> Alright, so we're at the, we're at the booth. Okay, sorry.
3: So we're at the Perfect. booth, she looks super intrigued. I look over and I'm like, that's interesting. Um and I I look back at the guy who was talking and I smell something absolutely horrendous. <laughs> like it it was awful. Like straight straight from down under. <laughs> And I was like, it couldn't possibly be her, right? Like, so I, I looked to the left because there was somebody on my left as well listening.
2: Okay, can I just say that John's nose is not big, but it's so good. Like he could smell, he can smell something good or power. bad is from it like, like across like the room.
1: Pregnant lady status. It's yeah, like, it's superpowers. It's
2: ridiculous and it's awful. Anyways,
3: so I, you didn't need superpowers to smell this stuff. So, uh, so I looked left and like I. I kind of sniffed, all right like like was it you? I was like no like, it was definitely not coming from that direction. <laughs> I look back over at Becca and she's like even more intently looking at the person. I'm like, that is so fake. You absolutely just farted. So right so like, I, that's in my head right? So I look over and I just I just like gaze at her. I, I, I pierce her soul with my eyes until she looks and she looks over at me like just ashamed. <laughs> And I just lose it. Like, I laugh. I fall away. Can
2: I just say, I didn't look at him ashamed. I looked at him and I was so mad.
3: No, Like, don't you
2: dare call me out right now. Like, this is such an important
3: moment. It was a mixture of the two. (laughs) Okay,
2: maybe. Yeah,
3: anyway, so I, like, I lose it. I'm, like, falling away. Um, She's... Probably embarrassed, which I felt bad about afterwards. <laughs> oh
2: my God. No, no, I I looked the moment was very, very dramatic. John walks away, like arms up in the air, like cracking up, goes and sits down, and like, you know, when someone waves in front of their nose, like, you're like, obviously <laughs> something bad. It was so dramatic, and I just looked at him like, worst boyfriend yeah, ever. I know right I sound
3: like a jerk, but I, it was, See, you should have been there. Next
1: time, if we have you guys on, I think we should record this in two parts, and we oh, should have like your so story. We'll have John's story, and then we'll have Becca's story. Be really <laughs> funny. And then we'll compare too, the two, and then we'll let the, like each of them listen to the others. That's I, would, so love I so would love that. I would love that. we'll remember that in the future. Next right, time. Oh my so my for round two, when we'll Live Christian's here, oh, we need to record their stories <laughs> I would
3: love it. Can I just tell you, though, Like one of my favorite parts about this story, I looked back after I had like dramatically fallen away and laughed, and... Falling away, it sounds like you're like... Whatever. Me I, uh, <laughs> I looked at the person that was on my left... Right, that I originally looked at and sniffed, um, <laughs> and they looked over at back and they looked at me and just like shook their head. She shook her head and just started chuckling, and I was like, "She knows, she knows, <laughs> she knows." And then I looked at the guy who was talking, and it, like it looked like he had completely lost his concentration, so.
2: So this became a communal thing because of John, not just a me and him thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, that's great. Yeah, she just
1: started we're laughing all about, about bringing about the it. community together. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well.
0: Let's talk o- Yeah, thank you for sharing. That's um, super vulnerable. <laughs> we
1: uh, love just give her. A little bit of background okay. also about how we kind of connected with Live Christian. We immediately lo- like fell in love with your guys, with your company. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about what you're doing and your goals and all that kind of stuff. But we fell in love with this idea. This was actually... Uh, we had had a similar idea. We've been wanting to do something, but it's like it never worked out. Uh, but we thought it was such a good... Easy way to to help people feel closer to Christ personally, especially
0: like younger people too. Yeah, like yeah. T-shirts are like a young person. because there's like they are like Christ
1: t-shirts or like I'm a member of the church t-shirts, mm-hmm. but they're like the crappy like five dollar Walmart <laughs> right. t-shirts, which we were not about. Right, and like and like the, and the graphics the are awful. It's always like just <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible graphics. I love you BYU store, but sell better stuff when it comes to things.
0: <laughs> They're stepping up that game, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they have are some, some really good stuff
1: now. Yeah, so we want to see you move into like the faith in Christ realm. But cool. so we were super excited when we saw that you, when we like connected with you guys because this was something that we were thinking would be a great, great thing. And so we're glad that, that you're able to it. do it. Yeah, did. we were yeah. Really super yeah. stoked to collaborate with you guys. So awesome. yeah, All right.
0: So well, tell us a little bit about how you got started. Like you just got married in February. Did you brainstorm this before, or were you just? How did it start?
1: We're thinking, like, you know, we're like young college students. <laughs> like life's not hard enough. Like yeah. let's, just let's, not, let's start let's a let's business. Add
3: something else on top of school <laughs> right. and work and relationships, and you know, I feel so. Becca, um, she also runs Jesus is the Christ on Instagram account, and she's been doing that for a long time. Um, so she's she's used to like putting good content out there. Mm-hmm. to help people um, and to just share what she's passionate about. And, uh, but we, we kind of came together. And I feel like we're both entrepreneurs at heart. And so our thought was like, how can we, how can we take that and then something that, that we're most passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and our, our faith in him, and our love for him. How can we bring these two things together? And that birthed with Christian.
2: Right. And through this whole process and journey, what stuck out to us the most is how stories can reach people in a way that nothing else can, and how stories can can really make you consider where am I at um, spiritually, what's my relationship with God like, and then you hear a story of an example of someone and it impacts you. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely been the case for us.
1: For those of you who don't know, when you purchase a live Christian t-shirt you're able to submit a story uh, about how Christ has impacted you in your life mm-hmm. uh, or mountains you've climbed or you know some kind of uh, spiritual experience you've had because of the Savior um, and then on their Instagram page they uh, they share that that story and the kind of those those bios and those profiles yeah absolutely on Instagram
3: as well as on our website um, each shirt that we that we put out uh, has a story uh, that is attached with it. So the first one, uh, it, it says faith in Christ on the, the actual t-shirt. And we kind of, we nicknamed it mountains to climb. And uh, the reason we did that is we, we feel like we're constantly giving, given mountains that we need to climb uh, in this life right. uh, here on earth. And as we climb those mountains, um, they're great op- that's a great opportunity to exercise faith in Christ. And you know, as we do that,
1: he'll help us climb the mountain. And this is all symbolic, right? But he'll help us he'll help us conquer that mountain. Yeah, I love that idea of, of climbing a mountain and then kind of making it a positive thing. Um, because you're growing up for, growing up in Louisiana, uh, we don't have hills or mountains <laughs> or um, I wow. think I saw a speed bump once, <laughs> and that might be the highest elevation in my city. Actually, there's one like little tiny bump that goes over like a drainage ditch from a cane (laughs) field into the bayou and that was like we when we were going over that at like 40 miles an hour in our minivan we thought it was like going on a roller coaster Um, but I brought some friends out here one time and we tried to climb a mountain and I thought it was awesome because I my family's all from here and so we would Mm -hmm. we'd go climbing and hiking all the time and so climbing a mountain was fun for us but my friend's Came from Louisiana. They thought it was like the worst thing ever. Like, <laughs> why? How is this enjoyable? Like you're literally climbing up a mountain. Uh, and so for those who are not used to the idea of climbing mountains, it's awful. But for those who, like me, like I love hiking, uh, and I love summiting mountains. Not like in like not crazy summiting. Like doing Squaw Peak or the Y Mountain right here. Um. And so for me, like it has become like a positive thing. It's a hard thing, but mm-hmm. I started to associate it with positive feelings. Yeah. And so then climbing mountains becomes fun. So going uphill is enjoyable. And I think, um, having a positive idea or positive notion around the idea of, uh, climbing mountains in our lives, uh, as a way to like build faith in Christ is, mm-hmm. is really awesome. Real That's quick. Huge. Yeah. A little
3: backstory that, that just came to my mind. Um, so Becca and I actually, the first time that like we really connected, um, and like hit it off, we were climbing, uh, a mountain, Mount Tim. And I'm not going to lie.
1: Like the mountain itself
3: was awful. Like I had <laughs> honestly like never yeah. hiked before. For, for
1: those of you don't know, Mount Tipanogos is a, a mountain in Utah Valley. In it's Utah. huge It's, mountain. it's like a beast. Like it is. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, a, it's like, 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 a, like 12 a 12
2: hour hike. hike. Yeah.
1: Anyways,
3: I... I'll spare you the details, but I was asked to go kind of last second by someone else. And that mountain was too tall and too long of a hike. Um, But anyways, Becca made it a very, very enjoyable experience. (laughs) So um, it's funny that that was kind of like our first... Like, hit it off. Like, I realized I really <laughs> liked amazing, her moment, yeah. and it's also her first shirt, so there's a little backstory. Awesome.
2: That's cool. Yeah, but going back to what you said, I love the idea that we can have a different perspective on difficulties or hardships that we're currently going through, that we can see it in a way, uh, an opportunity to strengthen our relationship with God. Um, so I love what you said.
1: Do you have, I um, this might be a little bit personal, And so feel free to tell me to shut up if you don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, But are there any mountains in your life that kind of fit this, this idea? Like any, like what are the big, um, maybe I'll say this, I'm saying like day-to-day mountains. Because I think it's easy for us to get caught up in like these big, massive challenges. But I think they're also like, you know, like our little mountains or if you're in Louisiana, your little speed bumps uh, that make life difficult.
0: Or that you're, like, working on conquering or that you've conquered already that,
2: I don't know. So maybe I'll start. I think this is something that a lot of people, especially newlyweds, face. A lot of women also Mm -hmm. uh, kind of in general. Uh, I personally have a lot of different goals vocationally, and I want to get a lot done. Um, Prior, I wanted to go to law school. And so we're trying to find a good balance of we want to have a family. We want to have kids. But finding a good balance of doing that, being a mom, while also being allowed to kind of live my dreams and who's going to watch the kids. Like, trying to figure out that balance because the way the world portrays it and the way society talks about it is there's a tension between having a family and then living your dreams. It's It's like one or the other.
1: Right. When why can't that be a part of your dream? Yeah. And we were actually talking about this yesterday, weren't we? Or the day before yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, how... um, It's... kind of on top of all of this it's hard to realize like what are the goals I have that are inspired by Christ mm-hmm. and what are the goals I have that are inspired by the narratives of the world yeah mm-hmm. and that's super super difficult how do you guys deal with that
2: What'd you say Ben
1: um I think well, Becca and
3: I something that uh we've we've worked on and we feel like we've been we've been um, blessed to be okay at is communication Uh, so whenever we, we have things that we're struggling with or, um, difficulties that we're facing, we, we go to each other and we, we feel comfortable that we're able to talk with one another and that, um, we have each other's back. Um, so I, I think typically like when we face something first, we, we talk about it. Um, and we include God in our, in our figuring out of how to move forward. Um, and how we include God, uh, we we study the scriptures together, um, we we pray and we listen, and then when when it comes time, like we act. And if we feel good about the decisions that we've that we've come to together, then we, we just act. Um, so yeah, we we have each other and we have God and we just move forward with faith.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's fantastic. I love that that emphasis is on acting and moving forward. Yeah. That's really cool. And you guys are like doing that with your. I mean your personal lives, but that's also like your business. You're mm-hmm. spreading light. You're moving forward and like helping others to do the same. It's kind of like a ripple effect thing going. We're that's, what, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. Doing our best. Yeah. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I really liked the. Uh, we talked a little bit before. I really like this concept of intentional righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, you mind talking about that a little bit? Like, yeah. what does that mean to you? And then how how does live Christian fit into this idea of, of intentional righteousness?
3: Yeah.
2: So the reason I, um, as I was prepping for this, kind of sent you that intentional righteousness, the way it was worded, mm-hmm. uh, was because of an experience that I actually had when I got home from um, 18 months of service I spent living in Argentina. Um, and it was really interesting because, first off, living in, in a different country Eighteen months serving someone and then coming back home, you should be on like a highlight feeling really close to God um, but the transition was really emotionally hard on me a lot more like a lot more difficult than I expected and, and planned and it kind of put me into this state of just feeling numb, this state of kind of feeling broken, especially because I had come from a place that was so spiritual. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're serving people all day, right? You can't Mm -hmm. help but feel happy. And then losing that, I felt numb. I felt distant from God. I felt like... You know, it's interesting, because it wasn't that I felt like he didn't care, but I felt like I didn't care. I felt very apathetic towards everything. And... And it made me me take a step back, like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what's wrong with me? Um, And it took me some time, but I realized that even if you're in that state of feeling numb, even if you feel apathetic, everything you do needs to be intentional, right? Back on um, the mission is what we called it. Uh, things were structured and set, even before my mission, it was just easy to want to come closer to God. But after this, something, I don't know what happened, but everything I did t- to come close to God, it had to be in a natural, unnatural decision and very intentional until I felt like that connection was was strong again. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that.
0: I, like, I was feeling that way, that same exact way coming home, because I did the same thing. I served for 18 months. And I felt, we came home, and we got married pretty much right away. We served in the same place. And so we came home, and I was feeling like you were feeling. And I just looked at Andrew like, there's no way he could be feeling this like he must be perfect and he was yeah. I don't know she's wrong <laughs> but <clears throat> <by the> way. <laughs> yeah but I just was like why am I feeling this way and he's still like it looks so easy for him to like read his scriptures all the time and like be like awesome at saying his like prayers or like being so spiritual and I was just like I, I was in the same spot as he was like why am I like feeling so held back or like yeah. like numb like that and it's definitely because you have to choose like yeah. you have to make the choice to yeah act and to keep those good habits going so.
1: i think all all believers regardless of what church you happen to belong to um we we go through periods of this yeah you know we it's sometimes it's easier to feel close to god because we are for whatever reason we have an, an assignment where we're more involved with our youth group or with just our church in general or we or are all
0: of our friends are of the same Faith, they're doing the same yeah. things yeah and
1: if there's like a change in scenery we move or you know our if we have a family member that like leaves the church or like stops believing or anything like that it's easy for us to fall into these slumps yeah mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and i think in our society today it, it's so hard for us to comprehend or to deal with those feelings because we're such a feeling-based society.
2: Yeah.
1: Where it's like, I feel this way, so, like, this must be right. Or, like, whatever my feelings are now, like, that's my truth. Like, they, mm-hmm. that's like, that kind of idea. Relative. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, super, super relative. Um, and I I know, that this... I, I think this happens with everybody to some degree or another. We, can, we all go through these feelings of, of numbness um, where we feel... Disconnected from Christ, but I love this idea of uh, we call it conscious righteousness, but intentional righteousness, is the same exact idea, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Uh, we're, because uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, but we had this idea that there are two types of righteousness. There's habitual righteousness where you're just doing the good things because that's what you're. Like I don't know, like that's your habit, like
2: the expectations. Like, yeah, those, those
1: are the spiritual habits, those expectations that are put on you, and so
2: which is still good.
0: I mean.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like the knee jerk reaction. It's like, yeah. you see someone fall over, you bend down, you help them, help them up. Mm-hmm. Um, for most believers, that's going to be your gut reaction, and that's some that's I would say that's habitual righteousness. Um, you, you know, you if you have developed the habit where you get up, you say your prayers in the morning, or you read your scriptures, whatever it is, that's habitual righteousness. Uh, but. And that, I think that's really hard for Satan to stop. Mm-hmm. Habitual righteousness is something that's so ingrained, where it's not you're not making a decision, and so Satan is able to get in. Is not able to find chinks in your armor.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think, in order to be truly righteous or truly progressing, you have to have, uh, you have to be making intentional righteous choices. Mm-hmm. Because as you make those choices, uh, what you're basically doing is you're improving because you're doing things that are righteous that you wouldn't have done otherwise unless you made that decision. And, and that's
0: what life's all about is improving. So like it's good to be like habitually like making righteous choices.
1: It's the goal. To, it's the goal, that, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And I mean that's a wonderful thing. But if you're not making any changes, like you're not improving. Like nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. Mm-hmm. So like... The whole point of life is to progress and to be, like, our Savior.
1: Right. And something so, we've noticed, and you guys probably noticed this as well, and all of our wonderful listener, listeners, listeners have already <laughs> have probably noticed this as well, uh, as you make those conscious righteous decisions or these intentional righteous decisions, that is when Satan tries the most to, to yeah. push you off the path. Yeah, that's so true. Because that's when you're, you're making a decision... And so you're consciously or you're like consciously working through why you're making the decision and then arguments uh, counter arguments can sneak in and that's when Satan starts to really really work at you. Mm-hmm. Right. No doubt. I uh,
3: like we're we're all hopefully trying to be better, to be good, to be like Christ. Yeah. Um, but what I'm so thankful for is that, that Christ never gives up on us. Mm-hmm. Like we know that it is it is really through through Him, through His grace, that, one, we're at whatever level, quote-unquote, right, that we're at, and also that we, we have any hope of becoming better. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as, as we're obedient to God's commandments, as, as, we're, as we allow Christ to strengthen us and, and do what He wants us to do, um, then we find joy through that. But I'm, just, I'm so thankful that He never gives up, yeah. right? He continues to lift us up and pick us up and carry us. Uh, and then you know yeah. one day... One day we can we can live in complete joy.
2: I feel like a way to just kind of summarize everything we just said is to recognize that it's a relationship we have with God and Christ. Definitely, it's an alive, yeah. dynamic, hopefully healthy relationship. with something that yeah. that you build.
1: And anytime you have a deep relationship, it's so much more nuanced than just how you're feeling in the moment, because you can have a relationship with anybody, with a spouse, with friends, with family, with siblings, especially siblings where that is <laughs> positive and you have like good emotions and you have good feelings, but then you can have really angry feelings or you can have the apathetic. And so relationships are super nuanced. They're not just feel good, mm-hmm. marshmallowy all the time. That's so true. And so like in our relationships, we need to remember that with everybody, but especially with Christ as we, you know, he is constant in how he is with us. Um, I think he probably, Makes jokes about how much of an idiot I am. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> if he does, I would not be surprised. Probably so, write them all down. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he has like a book. Like, you know, so we have certain family members that we have like a quote board for. <laughs> so yeah. Like when we go to visit them, we're like, they're just so ridiculous. We're just we're not even gonna say anything. We're oh, not gonna to hear this. this podcast, yeah. yeah. Well, she's like, eighty five, so she's not. Oh, going yeah, to yeah. listen to a podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we write their like we write the quotes down, and some of them are just. Absolutely ridiculous. But we don't even try and fi- like we don't try and fix things or like correct. We're we're just there for the right. And I think sometimes that's how Christ is about me. He's like He's just there for the right He's like, You have so many things wrong with you. Like I'll just fix things when you come to me and yes, ask for help. Otherwise I'm just gonna run it down and laugh about it later. Um, oh man.
0: But he just I don't know, he just loves us so much and I can't imagine like I mean, I've thought about this so hard so often, but, like, he loves every one of us, like, so much. How is that even possible? But it is, and... Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah.
1: It's mind-boggling.
0: Even, like, yeah.
1: So someone loves you, whoever you are. Yes. Even if everyone's picking on you, someone loves you. Christ loves you. And I love you. Mm -hmm. You do
2: probably get that. I would say, like, that moment I've heard that parents go through when they have one kid, and then you're like, how can I love another kid just as much as this kid? Mm -hmm.
1: I, I didn't worry album. about that as much, but Emily did. I did. Like, she would wake up, like, in the right? night, like, <laughs> yeah. crying. Like, yeah. how am I ever going to love another one as much as Hiram? Hiram's oh our, our son and our daughter's Ruth. And she's like, how am but, I ever going to love someone like Ruth, or love someone as much as Hiram? And then Ruth came along. I'm
0: like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but It's like, it's
1: yeah. just so interesting that love is, again, love is so nuanced, where um, the intensity of my love for each of our kids is the same. But, like, the nature of the love is different. Yeah. Uh, and, like, my my love is very... Um,
0: it's, like, different with a son and different with a daughter. And it's
1: different, for like different and personalities, yeah.
0: They have, yeah, the just personality differences. And it's,
1: like, love is custom-made for each person. Like, you can feel the same intensity of love, but, like, mm-hmm. love, like, the flavor of the love and whatnot is, is custom-made for each person. And I can't imagine what Christ love looks like for each of us, but... Um, and with the, like the how it's so nuanced and the different flavors mm-hmm. for each person because mm-hmm. he knows it so well. Mm-hmm. Emily's love or Christ's love for Emily's probably chocolate flavored. Oh,
0: definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think mine's like caramel apple flavored, probably. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's what I think. Interesting. That's weird. I'm never
2: going to think of <laughs> yeah. a caramel apple and chocolate. Like this is Emily. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <That's> uh, <laughs> so the one of the last things we want to talk about is. So this idea of intentional righteousness, which I love, and how it affects ourselves, um, and this idea of you know, no matter how numb you feel or how forgotten you feel or how distant you feel from, from God and from the Savior, uh, making intentional choices will bring you to a point where your emotions are where you like. You know, it's like, like we said earlier, like emotions change, and the way we change emotions is by action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we
0: all have the capacity to act.
1: Yeah, like, you can do it. That's right.
3: Um, can I just say something? Real yeah, quick? Go ahead. yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm all about like the motivation behind acting as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because it's like so hard to motivate me to act. I don't know. If <laughs> right, I really have to search for the motivation. Um, but when it comes to our relationship with God, uh, a scripture that's been on my mind recently, uh, and I think it it gives us the motivation to try. Um, it's Romans 8:16 and 17. Hopefully I can if I can quote this correctly. And get a Bible if you can. That's no, all right. It should be all right. Um, so it says for the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So that's the first verse, right? We are the children of God. We were just talking about um, you know your love for your children and how how intense that is, right? Think about God and his love for us with him being perfect. Um, so for the spirit itself bread witness with our spirit that we are the children of God and if children then heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ um, I like I love that we're, we're heirs like we can receive all that God has like the, the perfect joy mm-hmm. um, the perfect life like we can receive that all we have to do now is just try like look to Christ and just just try and I love that I love like that's that's my motivation and I think that that should be all of our, our motivation. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that.
0: My heart has warm fuzzies. <laughs> <laughs> so like,
1: oh. And if you're hearing <laughs> any like pounding on the mic during the recording, it's because John was like just so passionate. He was he was in the a p- table. P- Pound table. Pound table. Like the oh, mic's yeah, just really oh, sensitive, like. so it was like. sorry about that. Guys. Oh, yeah. sorry. The whole thing's just like <laughs> um, Yeah, I love that. Um, so, oh, sorry. You go ahead, Sarah. Okay, You're probably I'm right. I'm probably wrong, no. so. I'm just <laughs> trying to see how yes. we
0: can wrap this up the best way. So, we're talking about intentional righteousness. How have you seen, like, the benefits, or what benefits have you seen from intentional righteousness as a couple, like, as a family
2: now, mm-hmm. instead of just yourself?
3: You're at first, babe.
2: Well, I think as a couple, like, you have your own kind of relationship together with God, Um mm-hmm. Naturally, you have your own independent relationship, but you also, as a couple, have a culture in your home. You have what well, you can make an outpost of heaven, right? right. But it's all hashtag your choice. Of <laughs> heaven, <laughs> Shout out. Right. <or laughs> Go follow.
3: Probably already do if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but I think again, the culture of your home is is very intentional. So, sorry, your question was specifically like
0: like what benefits do you see uh, intentionally with Blech. how has intentional righteousness <laughs> How is
1: intentional righteousness like affected your family culture basically yeah instead mm. of
0: just as an individual like
3: as a family gotcha i think a lot of our interactions are with each other um and it's not always like the easy thing to be in a good mood or forgive or to get up and i don't know get a napkin for the other person or Get a glass John of water for the other for person. All the time. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not like natural. Like you don't want to do that all the time. But like as we look to Christ and try to follow His example intentionally, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it just brings harmony in the relationship.
1: So I, I, know, I know. Sorry, I know John that you hate cleaning the blender. Oh yeah, so, Becca, so, Do you I clean the Do you, sorry, clean, the, do you <laughs> clean the blender for him or do you make him do it? Okay,
2: so this is funny. Picture this in your head. She totally John. Hey, Becca. Myself. Do you want a smoothie? Becca, no, I don't want a smoothie unless you're gonna clean the blender. John. Okay, I'll make a smoothie. <laughs> Doesn't clean the blender. Hey, Becca, you can have the smoothie if you make, if you clean the blender. Uh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is too much. But in my defense, right? <laughs> we
2: both end up happy. It's a good business transaction.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but. Um, it's the Christ-like thing to do would not be to throw Rebecca bu- <laughs> under the bus right now and say she never cleans the popcorn bowl, oh, that's your <laughs> so own. I won't say that, <laughs> but, but I don't clean doesn't. that for her, so don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> so it goes both ways. It goes both ways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I want to talk about one last okay. thing. I know we're kind of running long, uh, but I want to talk about how, uh, Intentionally spreading light and spreading and spreading goodness uh, has affected your relationship, individual your relationship with God individually, and then your family culture as a couple. Hmm. Okay. Specifically,
0: like you're spreading, spreading light with white. your business, right? Gotcha. Um, yeah.
1: Because uh, and while you think about your wonderful, well thought out oration, <laughs> uh, <laughs> our we're all in a point right now in our relationship with God and our relationship with the world where I, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably wondering, how can I help other people more? How can I be a, a better life for Christ? And most of us are also thinking, how can I be better personally? Right. Um, and so as you're thinking about this, be thinking about our listeners who probably aren't going to start a wonderful t-shirt company that everyone should go and uh, buy t-shirts from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they can do other things. And so be thinking about those principles that can help our listeners to, mm-hmm. uh, do, in essence, what you have done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although they don't want too, many comp- too much competition with t-shirts, so that's find right. a different idea. Necklaces. We'll start a multi-level marketing.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, That's right. Um, well, can I just say that I feel like there's a stigma in our society that if your story isn't happy, if your story isn't perfect, if you're broken, if you... Failed your test? If your family's going through a hard time, if your parents are divorced, then your story shouldn't be shared, and that's totally wrong. That's totally false. That's real. Your story is real, and you are a real person. And this idealistic view of society um, that we have in our head just isn't accurate. And that is our goal with Live Christian. We want to share stories. We want to create a community of real stories of people that broken people that are healed through Christ, right? Because that's that's everyone, right? And Mm -hmm. so someone who says or thinks that the world is is perfectly okay, it's it's not accurate.
3: Yeah. I I think um, Live Christian has given Becca and I an opportunity or more opportunity, I think, to talk about Christ and to talk about his goodness and how he's helped us and how he can help other people, right? Like, Mm -hmm. as we come up with ideas and as we interact with other individuals that have stories, like our faith is strengthened. Um, And and, and Becca and I are able to share these these spiritual moments together. And for people out there that don't have a a t-shirt business, or, or running, or who aren't running a, you know, a faith-based Instagram account, like you can still create opportunities mm-hmm. to talk about Christ and and to share your story with people that you love, or to ask people about their story. Like yeah. that's something that everybody
1: can do. Yeah, like everyone has a sphere of influence. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like we talk about here in outpost of heaven, your first sphere of influence is yourself. Your second sphere of influence is your home, and then after that. It, it can broaden out but it looks different from everybody after the first you know the first fear of influence it looks very different for everybody mm-hmm. you know because our homes aren't the same our uh, financial situations aren't the same or our level of influence isn't the same but we can all exert this positive you know christ-based influence that you were talking about absolutely
0: yeah. all right so thank you so much for coming on our podcast we're really thank excited you. to have you and we're grateful that for everything that you shared,
1: absolutely. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So how can our wonderful listeners, mm-hmm. who are going to buy so many shirts, um, to support you guys, and all share your stories, or share your, you listeners will share your stories <laughs> with Live Christian. Please. <laughs> so really so they can them. share your stories with everyone else.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, how can they contact you? Yeah. Contact you. Connect you. with you. Yeah.
2: So the best place to start is our Instagram. It's LiveChristian.co. Uh, livechristian.co, or um, our email is livechristianco, no dot in between, or anything in between, uh, at gmail.com, and that is the best way to find out our website, Um, but personally, if you're feeling like your story isn't worth sharing, just know that um, you're wrong, and we want to hear your story, and we know that your story will personally be able to help bless someone and, and bring them closer to Christ, so again, we highly encourage you to share your story, And reach out.
1: I love that. I think if you are one of those people thinking your story is not worth it, it's not worth sharing, it's not going to help anybody, I promise you there are hundreds, if not thousands of people who are experiencing the exact same things you're experiencing. And they might be at a point where they need to hear that there's light at at the end of the tunnel, where there is something positive that can come out of the situation that you're in, even if it's something small, you know, because trials are very much personal, where uh, the trial you're going in, you're going through right now, is the hardest trial for you in this moment. Like, because it's hard for us to, you know, put our trials in perspective of other people's trials, mm-hmm. and and that's very important to remember that for you, this trial that you're going through, the struggle you're going through, you, you're coming out of or you're going into, uh, it seems like a lot. And to somebody else, their trial is very similar to yours. It also seems like a lot. And they need that boost. And they're wondering if their, their trial is important enough to gain attention of, of other people or of our Savior. So please reach out to them and know that your story is important.
0: Yeah. I love that. So yeah. we
1: will put all the fun details and goodies in uh,
0: In our show notes. Our show on notes. our website, which is outpostofheaven.com. Nice. and. Make sure to follow us, Outpost of Heaven, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then we are putting together Q and A sessions. So email us or dir- direct message us. <laughs> and direct message us um, your questions or comments on Instagram yeah. or on our email, Outpost of Heaven at Gmail.
1: And can we get a possible percentage off or a special like coupon oh, yeah, for our list? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, what was the code? Okay. Oh, Outpost of Heaven 15 for 15% off on your purchase.
1: Look at that. You're already being blessed for listening yes. to this podcast. <laughs> Outpost of
0: Heaven 15, and we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. Is
1: that it? Yeah, that's it. it. All right. Thanks, okay, guys. Bye. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Keep the faith. That's my new sign-off. Keep the faith. There we go.